There's a quote that's often attributed to St. Francis of Assisi. Preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. So people like this quote. Uh, there's some good things there. It puts this emphasis on actions and how powerful that they are. However, as far as I can tell, uh, people also like this quote because it's a little bit convenient. It makes it a little easier because sometimes sharing your faith is hard. Well, if I can just be nice and be a good person, don't have to worry about sharing the faith, you know, it'd be easier. However, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've dug around a little bit and I can't find any evidence that St. Francis of Assisi actually said this. Because St. Francis of Assisi, he was a man that used lots of words, and he loved to preach the gospel. He used actions, of course, but also words. He was known to go to these extravagant parties and to preach at these parties. He would talk to you if he met you on the roadside. The guy would like preach to birds even, if he could. He was fully about preaching the gospel. Something more like what he probably would have said was, preach the gospel at all times, and for God's sake, use words. Today, we are celebrating Pentecost. And in my understanding of this message, this feast that we're celebrating, a big part of it is about preaching the gospel. The purpose of Pentecost was to strengthen, for the Holy Spirit to come down, and to strengthen the church for the preaching of the gospel, of the good news of our Lord. I find it pretty interesting that in the description of the Holy Spirit coming down, we read about all these tongues, which is very interesting. So the, the flame, the flames come down, right? And these flames, according to the scripture, are in the shape of tongues. And then uh, it's the tongues of the apostles that are touched miraculously. They're able to use these tongues to preach the gospel to people of all different languages. And the scripture doesn't use the word languages. It uses the word tongues again. We hear all this stuff about tongues. So if you don't remember anything else about this homily, in fact, I'm going to give you something that will help you to remember it so you will not forget this, or what Pentecost is about. So I'm going to ask you to, do, to be brave and to do something a little uncomfortable. If you can go ahead and stick out your tongue for me. You stick out your tongue? I see. I see two, four, a few brave people. All right, excellent. You can put it back in your mouth. We've got a few folks here that have some tongues. This is what Pentecost is all about. Uh, the Holy Spirit coming down to empower your tongue, to use it for good, to preach the gospel, to share the good news of Christ with others. This is what Pentecost is about. You know, preaching using words is a very, very important part of our faith. Using your tongue to preach about Christ, to share with others about his resurrection, about the kingdom, about the church. These are the words that are needed. You know, words are really, really important. Think about the life of Christ and his ministry. He's described as the word made flesh. In John chapter 1, it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So you have God the Son, 
who the gospel writer is describing as the word of God. He comes down to this earth and he takes on human flesh so that you and I can hear these words proclaimed. Words are really, really important. Our Lord said that the words that come out of your mouth are those things that make you unclean, not what you're putting inside your mouth. He said about words that they were so important. He says, I tell you, on the day of judgment, men will render account for every careless word they utter. For by your words, you'll be justified. And by your words, you'll be condemned. We heard about the power of words in our gospel reading today. When our Lord breathed on the first leaders of the church, and he said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. He said, whoever's sins you forgive will be forgiven. And whoever's sins you don't forgive will not be forgiven. He gave them power to forgive sins with their words. I still remember the first time that I went to confession. I was terrified. And uh, I remember the priest saying, I absolve you of your sins. Uh, These words had power. They changed my life. Words are important. And so using these words to preach the gospel, this is the essential mission of our church, to be a blessing in actions, of course, but especially in our words for others. Remember our Lord, as he was beginning his his mission, his ministry, he got him proclaimed from Isaiah. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news. He said, uh, you know, I have to preach. I must preach, he said. St. Paul said the same thing. He said, woe to me if I don't preach the gospel, meaning that I deserve to be punished if I don't share this good news that I've been blessed with. Pope St. Paul VI in 1974, in the gathering of bishops, they said that the task of evangelization is the essential mission of the church. To preach and to teach, to be a channel of grace, to reconcile sinners with God, to perpetuate the sacrifice of the Mass in memory of Christ's death and resurrection. Pope Benedict Emeritus said something very similar. He said that everyone, that means bishops and priests and lay people, according to his proper state in life, is called to give an incisive, meaning a thoughtful, contribution to the proclamation of Christ. I'm called to preach. You're called to preach as well. This is our mission. Those being confirmed today, according to the church, according to the code of canon law, because of your confirmation that you are receiving, the church says, hence you will become a true witness of Christ and be more strictly obliged to spread and defend the faith by word and deed. Sounds kind of scary, you know, it's not easy always to share your faith. But today, you're receiving special power to do just that. To live a holy life, of course, the church wants to help out as much as possible with that, but to spread the word of Christ, to use your tongue to defend the faith, to share about our Lord. And so I'd encourage you to take on this mission, to live a life of being more than simply going out there and being nice, but to use your tongue to preach the gospel. So you might say, well, I'd like to do that, but I'm not very good at it, and, and, and I'm not sure exactly how to do this. Uh, how exactly do, do I do this? What, you know? I would encourage you to consider the Pentecost example that we have today, the example of the disciples and what they did. 
So they started by first getting ready for Pentecost. Uh, they went through a period of evangelization, uh, opening of their own hearts to the Holy Spirit, and getting ready for this holy day. St. John Paul II, he said that there's a lot of Catholics, they get baptized, and they're raised in the church, but they never really commit themselves to a personal relationship with our Lord, to personally uh, committing to the gospel. And so if you haven't done that, I would encourage you to commit to that. Commit to a relationship with our Lord, to be ev- being evangelized yourself. You know, and read, read what the church has to say about evangelization. Uh, St. Paul VI, a pope back in the uh, 1970s, he wrote a great document called um, Evangelii Nuntiandi. It's super easy to read. If you just Google Pope Paul VI on evangelization, it'll pop up. Or Pope Francis, he wrote recently, a few years ago, a document called The Joy of the Gospel. Also an excellent document, and I would encourage you to read it. So, so start by getting ready with the disciples by preparing for Pentecost. That's number one. Number two, pray, but not just by yourself. Pray with the church. This is the example that we have from the scripture. During these nine days, this is where we get a novena from, because nine days after the ascension is when Pentecost came, so they prayed for these nine days as instructed by our Lord. But they prayed with the church. The scripture says that they were there with the Blessed Mother, with the Virgin Mary. The 12 apostles were there. And the disciples were there. That sounds a lot like the Catholic Church. You know, we gather, we pray with the Blessed Mother. We pray with the 12 apostles and with their successors, with the bishops. Uh, and, and, and the rest of the disciples gathered around. We pray with the church. This is the most beautiful and excellent way. It's exemplified in Scripture of how to get ready uh, for that infilling of the Holy Spirit that we experience at Pentecost. And then, that's last number two, and then number three, the last thing, embrace the awkward. I know at least some of you are willing to do this. I've seen your tongues today, so. Uh, embrace the awkward. You know, when you're, when you're preaching the gospel, when you're sharing with somebody about your faith, it can feel maybe a little bit awkward, but that's okay. Imagine what the disciples are going through on the first day of Pentecost, and you know, their tongues were anointed and they were speaking in these other languages. I'm guessing that was probably a little bit awkward. People, some of them that were watching this, accused them of being drunk. Uh, so, and, and it was okay. So embrace a little bit of discomfort. Embrace being maybe a little bit self-conscious about yourself. And in humility... Use your tongue with the power of the Holy Spirit to proclaim the gospel, to proclaim the good news. So how do you use that tongue of yours? Follow the Pentecost example. Allow yourself to be evangelized, commit to a relationship with our Lord, to preach in the gospel. Uh, pray with the church, with the Blessed Mother and the apostles, the saints, the disciples, and embrace the awkward. Even though it's difficult and uncomfortable, preach the gospel in spite of those things. Today, we are celebrating Pentecost, this great infeeling of the Holy Spirit on the church, the anointing of the tongue for the preaching of the gospel. You know, the Pentecost message is that of of living out the gospels more than actions, it is words. Don't give in to the temptation of saying, well, I'm just going to live a 
a nice life and be nice. No, no. And keep my beliefs to myself. Preach the gospel. Share the good news. This is the essential to our mission. Allow yourself to be evangelized. Pray with the church. Embrace the awkward. Use that tongue of yours with the power of the Holy Spirit that God may be glorified.